Hello everybody and welcome back to You Can't Win. This is Tom here and I'm joined by Don as usual, as well as returning guest Gerald. Today we're going to be talking about computer games and video games and all that kind of fun stuff, uh, especially Cyberpunk. That's the big game that came out last month that has been in production forever and it finally came out and there's a whole host of issues with it and uh, we're, everyone here has played it to some extent and um, we're just going to kind of see what our feelings are about it as well as talking about like this is a hobby that has exploded in popularity like especially this year a lot of people are interested in this stuff I guess like demand is like 10 times the normal amount for hardware and software for this stuff so yeah we're all in different places as far as like how we game and what our situation is so we'll kind of see what we're what our thoughts are on that and also discuss the fact that we're all 30 plus years old and playing with children's toys and what does that say about <laughs> things so <laughs> yeah. how are you doing gerald i'm doing fantastic just enjoying my weekend probably am going to go play some games later i have no idea what i'm going to play now that i've beaten cyberpunk i bought devil may cry like the devil may cry collection so i was thinking about giving um devil may cry 3 a go so we'll see how well that goes how about you guys how are you don i'm doing good i was just playing cyberpunk a bit i'm i'm not i'm still probably in the early sort of tutorial sort of stages kind of thing like i i, I i'm on like level seven i guess or something like not hmm. uh i mean i'm i'm not like super far into it but like uh just you know i i find it like strains my eyes a bit i don't know like i i, I uh I can only play it for so long, and then I feel like I'm so intently looking at the screen that, like, I uh, kind of have to put it away for a while. I'm I'm kind of like that with everything, but like that that uh, especially with this. But uh, yeah, so how did you enjoy it, Gerald? How, oh like, well, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, a, a lot of people, I, I guess, are, are going to say the same thing that that I'm I'm going to say. It, it's like a flawed gem, I think. Like it, it's it's not like like the stakes of like the story and like er, er, everything about it aren't as deep as like a, as Deus Ex, like the original one, but mm-hmm. like the actual gameplay itself and like the environment, like the actual like environment of like Night City itself is so like immersive. Yeah, and it just like kind of really hooks you in that you're really in this like you know dystopian cyberpunk city with neon lights, people walking around in different kinds of clothing, speaking different languages in real time, and and when. It, it it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, however, when it doesn't work, <laughs> it is very blatant. Like I, I had a couple of game breaking bugs, including one during a story mission where I couldn't hit like the A button and it wouldn't let me jump or do anything. Yeah. It, it, it's just it, it it just it. I don't know, man. It, it's a it's a weird game. So, are you playing it on your computer or uh, console? Um, I played it on PC. I um was able to kind of enjoy the benefits of having an RTX card because I was able to score like a RTX 2060 on UEG like last minute, like the couple days before Christmas Yeah, at, around MSRP too. And I was able to kind of see the difference in what it actually looks like because before, you know, it looked all right. And, you know, now it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like the RTX lighting does kind of make a difference. But, you know, playing on PC is, is probably going to be the way to go, I think, for this one. Yeah, so I'm playing it on PlayStation 4, which uh, is not, it's not like optimal, I guess, the kind of thing in some ways. But um, I, I honestly, I can't really tell. The, I, 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 I'm sure if I like saw better quality, like resolution and stuff that I would 
be able to tell the difference, but I'm still like such a baby gamer in a lot of these ways. Like I don't, you know, I don't know to me. It's like I was playing Skyrim a few months ago or something. So it's basically the same graphics as that. It feels like on the PS4. Yeah. And uh, it's like, <laughs> that, that doesn't really bother me. Cause I was just playing that, that kind of thing. If I was like, sure. Keeping up with all the storylines of all the games up until this point, maybe, but like, uh, I only got my PS4 about a year ago or a year and a half ago. And so, uh, you know, this is all new to me. And, uh, but I do get like, you know, the, you know, like floating beer bottles and AI is just staring off into the distance, not trying to fight me and stuff. And all that kind of stuff is in it. But like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess, uh, I started, you know, pretty early with, uh, before with games. So, uh, and then I had a big gap. So to me, it's like, wow, this is better than like Super Nintendo kind of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it works, it's better than Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm also playing it on an RTX 2060 on my PC. And uh, I, I think that is the card to play this on if you are trying to. You know, obviously, if you're going to get a 3080 or something like that and you're spending like 800 bucks for a video card, then, you know, obviously go do your thing. But if you're trying to do this on a PC for cheap, I think the 2060 is the one to get because DLSS is really amazing. Uh, DLSS is the uh, AI upsampling technology that allows it to render at a lower resolution and then using AI or whatever, it, it like displays it at the full resolution of your display. So you're essentially, I don't know, you like double or triple your performance sometimes. Like it's, it's really impressive. And so 2060 is not the card that you would want to play this game with it out of the box, so to speak, like at the native resolution, but with DLSS, you can do ray tracing. Even if you really tweak the settings and stuff, I think you've been doing that Gerald, right? Oh yeah. I had like a, a GTX 1650 that I was playing it on before. And it, it looked probably kind of like, I, I would say like the, the 1650 kind of rendered Cyberpunk in the same way that like a PS4 or, or PS4 Pro would, would look. And I went from that to getting the RTX 2016 putting that in there. And it automatically enabled ray tracing and DLSS. And I'm getting like 60 frames a second with, with RTX lighting on. And it looks incredible. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like a world of difference. Yeah, it's 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 a great looking game. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, what kind of like characters were you guys playing? As I guess, it's, it does it converge over time in the game where you're pretty much anyone is the same kind of character, or does it like diverge into where you're like more of a net runner or whatever? Um, I mean. You have like the different life paths, like you can have like yeah. a nomad, street kid, and corpo, and all that, and like you get different options, like uh, for like you know different dialogues and everything. Like for example, when you're talking to like the nomads on the desert, you get like specific like dialogue options and choices, yeah, based on your, your life path as a nomad. But but as far as like like the actual like per like character progression of like the character, I mean, you can. I think you can have any kind of character sheet, I guess, you know, laid out and you could probably be pretty successful in the game. Like, I don't think it like really kind of matters if you're like a net sure. runner versus like a guy who's like a uh, focus on melee or a guy who's focused on just like, you know, shooting everything with a shotgun or whatever. Yeah. What did you do? Like, what did, what was your style? My focus is more or less just like heavy and like technical, uh, like the technical ability, cool 
and intelligence. So just like yeah. sneaking around and hacking into things and just like, you know, occasionally getting into like a sword fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the the same thing that I'm doing right now is just starting off like that, but like uh, getting into that sort of thing. I figure like that's the, like the hacking and all that kind of stuff is sort of like the unique selling feature of a cyberpunk to me. It's like the shooting part is uh, not as, you know, I'm not as worried about it really because, uh, you know, I play Call of Duty and stuff like that if I want just a straight kind of shooter or something. So, yeah, and uh, I'm really enjoying that part. I mean, this is a thing that uh, I used to play the pen and paper role playing games with Cyberpunk and Shadowrun and all that. And my like favorite video game of all time is probably like Super Nintendo's uh, Shadowrun from like 1993. And, uh, so this to me is like, it's like, I, I, you know, literally arriving in the future and, uh, you know, most things that like come out now with like that you want pre-awareness for kind of thing, like all the comic book movies and all that kind of stuff. I really have like no pre-awareness of like all the Dr. Strange and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea who they are until the movie comes out or whatever, but this is like actually something that I'm like, oh man, uh, I get to spend Euro dollars and, uh. I get to uh, put cyberware in or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's funny because it's like, it's, it's like peak nerding out for me because, uh, um, you know, I finally get a cyber deck, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. It, it, it's, it's really, you know, kind of amazing to kind of have something like that, like a property that you used to play as like, like a kid in like, you know, yeah. now it's like a, an immersive like real-time experience for you (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. this was just like really just like out of this world sure yeah yeah so don did did you ever play the uh like the newer shadowrun games no i haven't i haven't tried them yet i i haven't had a graphics card good enough but uh i was uh thinking of doing that soon so have you like are they pretty good oh they're very very good they're they're, oh really it's not like um yeah it's not like cyberpunk at all sure that it's like an action game it's more like a it's more like an RPG, kind of like Baldur's Gate or Diablo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to try it out. I don't know. I, it's a different world. Like, the difference between Cyberpunk, for people that don't know, the difference is that, like, Cyberpunk is more pretty straightforward kind of tech stuff. Um, in Shadowrun, the bigger part of the, like, a big part of the story is, like, more mystical. And, like, uh, you know, you, you, there's, like, dwarves and elves and all stuff like that. And, like, uh, but it's still basically, like, a Cyberpunk future. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to play the Hong Kong one maybe or something or Dragonfall or whatever and just see how it is. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dragonfall is really, really good. And, and I, I, you could probably play that on just about anything. I think I don't think you'd like a particularly strong piece for that. Yeah, I thought so too. But, uh, I tried to like before I tried to download it and, uh, I don't know. I just my my uh my current computer. It, you know, it, when I play like a game like EU four or something like the it just the fan goes to a hundred percent and just it feels like it looks like it's about to melt or something. You know what I mean? Like it just like it uh it makes a huge amount of noise and it, it feels like it's not you know it feels like it's chugging along kind of thing. So, but um I'm upgrading soon, so I'll be able to play stuff like Crusader Kings and that. I mean, to be fair, like EU4 is just like a bunch of like spreadsheets strung along with like a nice graphical interface. So, but I it, it does the same thing on my my computer's like oh really so yeah. oh yeah like, wow. like all yeah all those they, they have like all sort of tables and things to kind of account for. So it it, it gets pretty intense sometimes. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So so far in Cyberpunk, all I've really been doing is uh, beating up a lot of the Tiger Claws people, just wandering <laughs> around and hitting them with crowbars. And uh, I thought that was pretty fun. So I've got it set to easy, though, because I'm not really a you know, game guy. I'm just learning this kind of stuff. So it's like I'm not great at I'm more of like a button masher still a lot of these things. So sure. Um, and, I found uh, myself yeah. turning the difficulty down, too. I just oh, yeah? didn't the what it seemed to do was just make it like so the enemies took a lot more shots before they went down and that just isn't that fun to me like um i mean i prefer it if like they would do more damage to to me as well and i think that is the case but once you reach a certain point in the game you're kind of like all powerful and you just do whatever you want regardless so it was sort of like at a certain point just more fun to like turn that down so that like if something goes wrong it's, I don't have to like reload it seven times over and just sure. do my like little hacking sneaky stuff that was like the fun part and then move on sure. with the story yeah, yeah. The, all the hacking stuff around like how it works with the like being able to ping and see all the things that are connected to the network and all that kind of stuff is just amazing to me I don't know it's pretty cool yeah it's fun I, I, I enjoy that part of the game the shooting is whatever it's very unremarkable the ai is pretty bad so like it's very transparent you can see like very very much through the mechanics of it and, and just tell yeah. what it's trying to do and stuff and sure yeah just not the best yeah the it, it's like it, another kind of pet peeve i have with cyberpunk a little bit is the the wanted system that that's in it. <laughs> yeah. like when you commit a crime or shoot someone in there it spawns police officers out of nowhere and they attack you but you can like go down like a city block and like go into an alleyway and they'll like stop looking for you and the alert will go away yeah yeah and yeah it's awful <laughs> it's really bad i think that whole thing is the best example of it really represents i think what happened with this game I, what i think happened was sometime early 2020 they decided we need to get this shipped out. Anything that's not like ready and working right now needs to get cut out of the game. So I think one of those things, among many other things, is the the wanted system, the whole like police chasing after you kind of thing. Because what they do is they spawn off screen, just like, you know, snap your fingers and there they are. And they just immediately start shooting at you. And there's no chase AI, like they don't know how to chase you. They don't know, like, like there's there's just nothing else to it. It just spawns a police like right near you, and that's it. And that's something that really feels like an like a like a placeholder kind of a thing. Yeah. And oh, people yeah. have found chase AI in the game. They found models for police cars in the game. So there's all these parts of that that seem like they were intended to be put into the game eventually and have like a your standard gta style like the police chase after you try to avoid them until your wanted level goes down sort of a thing and it, it just wasn't implemented in the end and i think yeah. you can find this throughout the game in many ways like there's all these things where it just seems like something was supposed to be here and it's not like uh, like the fast travel they're just little buttons you push in the world yeah. and then you just like I don't even know what they're supposed to represent but there's an actual working subway system like or a 
I don't know what you would call it. It's not a subway. It's in the air. But like a train system, a rail system in the city, but it you can't use it. But yeah. you, but it's an actual, like the, the rails go from one place to another and, and you can watch that. And it's like a lot of work to put that just into the background if there wasn't a point to that, you know, eventually to actually be able to use it. So, um, yeah, I think there's just a ton of cut content from the game and it's really not what they were advertising it to be. It's not what people were expecting, which is, it's not wholly the part of the, of the developers and the marketing and all that. I think there was a lot of really ridiculous hype around the game, but it, it's pretty, pretty much a cut down version of what they were selling. I think. Oh yeah. Like they really like over delivered and like, you know, just on under, Kind of undercut over, over promised, like over promised, and under. Oh, right? so over promised. Yeah. God, Oof, wow. Yeah, let's cut that one out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like they, they really just like you know, really kind of sold themselves short on this one. Like uh, with other games of, of this kind of scale and size, like uh, your Assassin's Creed, like your Assassin's Creed Odysseys, and you know uh, the other GTA games. Those um, games have like literally like. 1,000, maybe 1,200 people working on them, like artists and programmers, like you know, designers, people doing motion capture, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, they have, like, you know, all these staff members on here. And I believe the product, uh, CD Projekt Red, they have about 500 people over the course of, like, 10 years, which for, for this game was not enough. It absolutely wasn't enough. Yeah, hmm. they got and a little bit greedy with their ambitions oh yeah how long was this in development for like i don't i don't know really much of the backstory there or anything they announced it like seven years ago they announced it yeah. in 2012 i think but people are saying that it wasn't really in development until four or five years ago okay and maybe even like serious development like three years hmm. yeah i mean it was just like a huge mistake it did all this marketing they have like comic books. They have like a, a Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed it. It it's fine. Like if I had to just describe it in one word, I would say it's fine. I I don't think that there's a, like you said it was like a what'd you call it an unpolished gem or something like that. Like I a think flawed gem. That's a flawed thing. gem. I would definitely yeah. agree with the flawed part. I don't know about the gem part. Maybe <laughs> maybe it it's in there later. Maybe they add all of this cut content into it but it's it, i don't feel like it's something that i can play again and really get a whole lot out of it it feels like one of these games you just load it up you play through it and you're done and you know it's supposed to be like or it was originally supposed to be this open world thing and those types of games you can play a lot you know skyrim gta people still play that today for hours you know I have like mm -hmm. 700 hours on my Skyrim. Cyberpunk, I, I think I have 30. And I, once I finished it, I just turned it off. And I'm not really interested in going back and like playing the side missions because they're sort of, they're fine. But, you know, once you run out of that, there's just, the world is kind of, there's just nothing much to do. It sort of feels like a very elaborate map for you to walk from one quest to the other. And yeah. uh, 
that's that's the biggest <laughs> disappointment for me to be honest the bugs and stuff i didn't experience a huge number of bugs it definitely felt like a buggy game but it didn't feel much buggier than something like skyrim or any of these types of games that you know they come out and they're just there's little quirks here and there there was like a quest that i couldn't turn in there was i saw the floating cigarettes and and bottles and all that kind of stuff and there was yeah. one uh, tea posing instance that you know very that's all very minor stuff to me even something like where they uh you know like the quest that i can't turn in like whatever it just means like some minor thing that i i can't complete i don't really care about that to me like i would much prefer the game to be something that had a lot of replayability and it just doesn't feel that way Mm -hmm. but uh, that could change you know they did more than what you usually see with after release content with the witcher like i really like the dlc that came out for the witcher a lot i think that the the two dlcs that came out were better than the original game and really like not not just like oh this is like a little bit better but it's it was like significantly better it was it was really like a a big step forward and i'm hoping we see similar things with cyberpunk i think that it would make sense because those would be a little bit reduced in scale and more manageable for them and yeah that that would be really great but as it is i'm just it's fine i had fun it didn't blow my mind yeah i didn't i i honestly i don't know if i enjoyed it but i didn't really enjoy it much more than maybe any other kind of game in the style like it just seemed fine yeah i think the main thing for me is the lore and stuff like that's the I I really like all that part of it. I don't really, I'll have to see how the game progresses for me, I guess. uh, And then see where it, you know, it's one of those things where I don't even know if it'll be able to carry my attention to the end of it kind of thing. Like, I don't know if I, I don't beat a lot of games. I just kind of play them for a while until I get what I want out of them kind of thing. And then leave them as they are, you know, and just kind of walk away because, you know, I just got to, it's more like figuring out how to play at the start and stuff. That's fun for me. And then moving on kind of thing but uh you know uh, i'll have to keep at it maybe and then see how it goes but yeah i'd say keep at it i, I think it it's worthwhile to finish out a lot of the the side quests like the major side quest lines i think there's some there's some pretty cool missions in there uh, that are mm-hmm. fun and like well done and uh story isn't amazing it's like a video game story but it does the job yeah yeah, it's not as high as stakes as, like, Deus Ex, where you're, like, out to, like, you know, save the world from this conspiracy or whatever. Like, you're just, like, a guy who's just doing the job, and he has this circumstance that he has to deal with in it. That's basically it. And as far as, like, their, their plans to um, uh, release DLC, uh, they're supposed to release one DLC, like, pretty soon in, like, 2021, uh, this year. And um, they, they came up with a lot of different patches. They have like half a dozen patches already, um, about almost a month after the game's released. Uh, so like, they, they are making strides to kind of improve it and put content out there. Um, and I plan on going back and uh, maybe trying another playthrough or something once all the DLCs and patches have come out for it. Yeah, that's my plan to kind of wait for yeah. everything, for it to be like a fresh experience on some level and then go back to it and take everything that I kind of learned about how the game works from the first playthrough and apply that to a second run. Maybe I'll enjoy it more. I, I often do sort of enjoy games the second time through um, more. So, 
what did you like more about the Witcher stuff, like the DLC? Like what, like what changes about it that it made? You know, like I don't know. I'm not really into. I haven't really played much. Well, I get DLC for some things, I guess, but um, I don't really know. I've never like started a game and then waited for the DLC to come out and then upgrade kind of thing. You know, like I never. I've always just played older games that or whatever. So like, like what was the difference for the DLC for Witcher and stuff? Like what changed that made it better? Um, I think, well, they both take place in different areas, like in different places in the world. So it's a, it's a very dramatic change. Like one of them is sort of in a, like a Norse, rocky, snowy, very Skyrim-y style environment. And the other one is like this lush, like, it's sort of French kind of like Disneyland kind of a place and it Mm -hmm. feels very different from like the muddy grimy eastern european like thing that was going on in the original game and they did it really well and it felt like a like a like it wasn't just like a skin like they changed the colors or something like it really felt like a substantially different area um the stories are are very well written i think the witcher story is much better than cyberpunk uh there's some pacing issues with the witcher I think it is a little bit over long and uh, there's a lot of padding and stuff in it, but the DLCs have none of that. They're really tight. The uh, it, Everything is just done like better. The I think the acting is better. The characterization of all the important characters are better. The environments are better. It, it's a more interesting environment. Um, the quests all feel kind of like there for a reason and not just there because they needed you to like, have a way to level up a couple more ways before you run into like a big boss or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just like they, they kind of, they understood their game and what it, what was working with it and what they needed to do. And they just did it. And uh, th- there's really like no, there's no problems with the DLC. That's, that's what's really great about it. It's just everything that they're doing works very well. They've just excelled at everything they tried to do. So cool. that's not the case with Cyberpunk. I was really hoping that's what would we would see, but it's not. Like the really disappointing thing is that you can there's a lot of little details in the game in Cyberpunk that work really well and you can kind of see what the game could have been if that level of attention had been applied across the board and if they were I think if they just had another year even they would have been able to do this, but it is what it is. Um, so it's, it's just disappointing to me on that level, but, uh, you know, there's always DLC. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about Keanu Reeves. I, I don't know how much you've encountered that character so far, Don, but just in, in general, what are your guys' impressions of this? Having like a major Hollywood star in a computer game and how much, how well that worked or didn't. I mean, he was he was okay. I mean, he was kind of a little annoying to kind of deal with in the beginning, but I kind of warmed up to his character uh, after a while. It was kind of cool having him interact with the different sceneries and your yeah, I uh, like that dialogues too. with the other characters. Yeah, yeah, I've not I've not encountered him yet in the game. Yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like that is. I would assume that that's going to be the future for a lot of this kind of stuff. Is that you'll see the blurring of lines between games and videos and you know like film and and uh tv and all that kind of stuff where you'll have celebrities cross over into 
especially if like they're big budget games and stuff with the the size of the industry and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that right yeah. now it still feels like kind of a novelty in a lot of ways, and uh, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if eventually it gets to the point where you know you're just a lot of these games have professional directors that are you know like uh, like more more than just kind of uh, almost like a sideshow from the bigger industries like film or whatever so i mean bigger in terms of like you know like artistic merit or something like that kind of thing so yeah yeah it almost makes sense for some of the movie genres that used to be really big to move towards games instead like action movies yeah i think it makes a lot of sense for that to become a game thing like a gaming genre where you play the action instead of watching it on a screen and then you can have cutscenes and all that kind of stuff too you can have like your stars in that you know, in the game and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other things to kind of be more like, cause things seem to be moving in this direction of like streaming more than theaters and big blockbusters and stuff like that. Yeah. Then maybe you have your, your more dramatic kind of stuff, your mini series on your streaming thing. And then your actiony stuff, your, your big special effects are actually something you in, interact with in a game. I don't know. That kind of yeah. makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, as far as Keanu, though, just to throw my two cents in, I I think it would have been better if it wasn't Keanu. Like, I think that it it worked okay, especially given who the character he's playing is and, like, the, you know, just the nature of having Keanu Reeves, like, what he kind of brings, the baggage he kind of brings to anything he, he's doing. I think that worked all right, but he didn't seem to understand what he was saying. Like you kind of get that sense when he was like (laughs) delivering his lines. It's like, he didn't really know what he was saying. Like, I don't know. There was a little bit of a disconnect there. Uh, He was probably the worst voice actor. Like all the other voice acting, all the other characters were really good. I thought they did a really fantastic job with all of that. Um, The animations are really excellent. I don't know if they used real actors for that as well. I assume they probably did to some extent. Um, but that that all seemed to work so much better than Keanu Reeves, and that might be part. Of, I think part of that might be because you know what he's what Keanu sounds like, you know what he looks like, and then you see the video game version of it of him, and it's kind of not quite right. But if it's yeah. someone who you don't really know them, you're not. They kind of felt like they're characters, like Jackie yeah. and and yeah. you know, Judy and all these people. They felt like they're the people in the game. They're not like this actor from outside playing it. That's always a problem with stars, I guess. That's, that's also true with yeah. like movies and things as well. But it felt like uh, a little bit more magnified because it's a computer game. So it, there's like an ex- extra level of distance or something there. I, I feel that the addition of Keanu Reeves is like something they added in like relatively late into the development of the game. Yeah. Like it was just like something like like two, three years ago, they're like, Hey, let's see if we can get Keanu Reeves and you know, doing the board meeting as like a joke. And like someone actually got him in <laughs> and like they actually used him as like a, you know, a promotional vehicle for the game. Um mm-hmm. what, what kind of what, what I don't like kind of like a very, very minor point um about Keanu Reeves in there is like the game wants me to suspend my my belief about Keanu Reeves being the lead singer of the refuse. Like sounding like him because <laughs> yeah. they, they sound nothing alike, and right. you hear that song like over 
and over and over in the game. Like the, the, the song that they made promotion for Cyberpunk. And it just sounds nothing. It's still nothing alike. And it's just really kind of irritating after a while. Hmm. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I, you know, I think what happened with with uh, having him in the game was originally he was just going to be like this minor character or something. And then they liked him so much or he enjoyed it so much. Then they kind of like made it a bigger part of the game. But when you're playing it, you're like, how did they change? What what was going on before that they decided to do this? Because like the whole game is centered around this character. Right. So you're you're playing this thing that's and you're always thinking like, all right, so this wasn't the original plan. And then you kind of start to notice little things like things just kind of seem like just stuck in there so that Keanu Reeves is there and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I I, uh, I think they got a little bit carried away with just like the what they felt they could do. They could have this superstar and that would bring it to the next level and all this kind of stuff and really went in on all of it and then uh, just tried to make it work after the fact and it, it just didn't come together as well as it could have if they you know just figured out what their resources were and kind of planned that out and made that work within like a manageable scale i think it is just a little bit of you know they just overshot things basically oh yeah i've been kind of curious to see you know some of the choices they made in whatever design document they publish in a couple of years kind of like how you uh can see like the art of or the making of documents they they created for the new star wars trilogy and see some of the choices that they went with and didn't go with. I'd be really interested in that. Yeah. So, you guys want to talk about like hardware? I guess is that like the next focus you want to go uh, and talk yeah, about? Yeah, if, if you want to, uh, this game in particular, Cyberpunk, is kind of interesting because it's like, in a way, it's like the new Crisis. You know, Crisis came out, and none of the of the hardware that was available at the time was strong enough to play it. This game isn't quite as bad. You can definitely play it, like we were saying. You can play it on a 2060 very well. Like it, it works pretty well. It doesn't work so well on the old gen consoles, supposedly. But Don seems to be enjoying it. It's really nice to see someone who doesn't just complain about their games and just like plays it and enjoys it. And <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I yeah. like the Euro dollars. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah that's that's good. That's the way to be. Yeah. The only time that it's 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 crashed to the point of not working. It's not really, it was that what happened is uh, I was driving for the first time in the game and uh, I hit a cement block and then my car went on top of the cement block and wouldn't go anywhere. So I had to reboot the save, whatever. But that that, that is the only time so far that like uh, it's just frozen to the point where I can't play it anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, all the things that you have said, like that you've encountered that are oh, well, this, you know, I did find this, this did happen. None of those things has anything to do with the fact that it's playing on the old console. Like, oh, all really? of those problems are all in the, if you were playing it on, like, a $3,000 computer, it would be the same problems. It would just look nicer. So, well, and it does have, like, uh, it does seem, like, very, very cartoony in the graphics and stuff, right? But, like, uh, and, like, people you know, sort of move or do things in kind of awkward ways or whatever sometimes. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know why, what was the, like, what are the things people are complaining about? about the old consoles? I mean, the big thing I guess is that it's just not, uh, it's not very well optimized in general. Okay. And then especially on old gen consoles, 
which are like what five years six years old at this point and even at when they came out they weren't really top of the line machines so it's it's just like not able to keep up with the game like i saw some videos that were showing like 15 frames a second which is very stuttery kind of like herky-jerky kind of frame rates so are you experiencing that um, I think during combat, sometimes it gets chunky and I can't really tell what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's what they were saying. But yeah, combat. It, it, yeah, to be honest, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really react quickly to anything in, in any situation. So to me, when it's the same when I'm playing like Call of Duty and there's a bunch of guys around or something too, like mm. it's not, it's not necessarily the frame rate. It's just like my reaction time is too slow kind of thing. Like I just, okay. well, I have that, to like think it through out. and stuff. So it doesn't really doesn't really bother me no i'm sure if someone showed me the difference like i'm sure if you like side by side it whatever i would know and i can kind of tell from like the computer graphics i see on like you know i watched a few youtubes about it before i played it, it you know it looks a lot different but like I, you know i i don't know i i don't know i also feel like for some reason i don't know why i feel like i want to be charitable to the people that make this i know that's like they kind of exploit that <laughs> And I'm kind of oh, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's cool. I don't know. It's good enough for me. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a, I feel like. That's a good attitude. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. like there are people that CD Project Red is kind of, or was, I don't know if you can still say that now, but they were like the good guys of the gaming industry. You know, they made The Witcher and they kept it updated and, and really like put in the work to make it good. And they, you know, they were just sort of like a, a really small team that developed out of you know, they're in Poland, they're, you know, that's not anywhere, there's not a lot of resources for this kind of stuff, and they just kind of made it work, and they put out good games and developed a following, and, you know, that's good, good good for them, but they still gotta, like, if they're gonna do this kind of huge game, they still gotta put out a decent product, right, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it, you, you have the right attitude, I think people <laughs> kind of get into a sort of like an entitlement sort of thing, where it's like, this company is supposed to cater to my entertainment needs. And at the end of the day, it's just a game, you know, like yeah. you, you enjoy it for what it is or you don't like there's no point whining about this. It's, it's just a computer game. It's just a toy, you know? Yeah. So maybe we'll get into that now. Uh, playing with toys in our thirties. It's not really that big of a deal to me. Like there are all sorts of play video games. There are people that are older than us that play video games. Yeah. So, My dad plays yeah. video games. He plays um, yeah. World of Tanks and stuff like that. See, there you go. Does, I don't think it's like that big of like a taboo where you, if you played one video game one time in 2002, you'll never have a girlfriend ever or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, who cares? It's like a big who care. Yeah. Which um, is good and bad, I think, because I still am very nerdy about the way I interact with this stuff. And... Uh, the fact that it's exploded just means there's games that I don't. I'm not interested in that get all the attention and the money and stuff. And it's it's changed the industry in certain ways. I think and ninety percent of games that come out, I'm just not interested in them. Yeah, yeah. I always see the like, you know, the grid of all the different games available for on PS4, and ninety uh, percent of them I have no idea what they are even. Like I know, I mean, of like the ones that I can tell are bigger games too like not even like uh you know a lot of the and a lot of them have like strange animation i can't i don't even know if it's in the actual game but like the 
the animation on the covers, whatever, looks like the strange Japanese stuff that like is like, you know, it looks like for kids kind of thing, but it seems to be aimed at adults. I can't tell. So, yeah. Well, they're trying to hit like American and Chinese markets and they're Uh trying to get 15 year olds and 20 year olds and 30 year olds, you know, like they're they're trying to do a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Minecraft and Fortnite and all those styles of games. Minecraft is a little bit closer to something that I might play, but I'm not. I'm not playing Minecraft. You know, I'm just not interested sure. in like chopping up blocks or whatever you do. I'm going to stop you right there, Tom, because Minecraft with RTX on looks looks amazing. Have so, you have you got to try that out on your on the 2060? Does that work? Yes, it looks great, and plus it works with DLSS too. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just patched it so where, like, you know, you can have it looking at a reliable frame right now. That's neat. And I guess um, Quake 2 also, they have a ray tracing version of that. I, I tried that, but it runs terrible. Like, it's awful. It, it's, it still runs badly. Like, it runs poorly on, like, a 2060 with, like, 16 gigabytes of RAM and, like, a Ryzen 2600. So it's... It's I don't know what it is. I guess it just didn't optimize that that particular port. But everything else that I tried RTX on, you know, with, with the LSS works great. We have almost the exact same computer. I have a twenty seven hundred X, but sixteen really? gigs. Yeah, that's interesting. I got the twenty seven hundred X on a Black Friday sale a couple of years ago for like one hundred and thirty bucks or something like that. It was an insane deal. I I wouldn't have upgraded unless I had seen that. And now I'm like set. Oh yeah, you're gonna be set for like a, a long, long time with B two as well. Like, I got my twenty six hundred. Um, I want to say like October, like November, early, earlier this year, when I uh, upgraded my computer. Yeah, and um, it cost me about like a hundred, hundred and forty, hundred and fifty, I think, from Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. The the thing with ray tracing that I am more excited about is not the actual like, ooh, it looks pretty in the game, but the fact that it will remove a lot of work from the developers because it's essentially automating your lighting right now you have to bake in the lighting which means someone has to go in and place the lighting sources in a way that makes sense with like what the objects of that would light the room in the world would actually be like they don't really emit light like if you put a lamp it doesn't actually emit light you have to put a light source there you have to make sure it kind of looks reasonably close to what you would expect um, there's all sorts of little like it's it's really finicky it's really uh, painstaking work and they have to do that through a whole world when you do that with ray tracing it does all that automatically you put a light source and it just understands like okay this is emitting this kind of light and then it calculates how that works in the environment all on its own so that essentially like that just cuts out so much work from the developer side that they can commit that to other stuff, you know? So that's kind of exciting to me because that just reduces their budgets and they can put stuff elsewhere. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, well, I play, I like the consoles more in general because uh, I'm more used to it too now. Like I haven't really uh, played much other than consoles uh, since like my teens kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I like the idea that I'm off my computer doing something else kind of thing, you know, like I just spend so much time, uh, chatting with people online or just telling jokes and stuff that it's like, 
it's nice to turn off the computer and then go do something else, even if it's still a digital thing kind of thing, you know? So, uh, that, that feels good. And then, uh, um, but it is kind of funny that like, I was thinking that I would never have thought that before, like when I was younger, like I would never have thought that like watching TV is a break from something like a screen, basically, you know, like it's like a, it's a, it's like just the same thing really. But like, uh, it, it's because it's passive in that way it's uh or yeah. like you know uh it still feels like a bit a bit more uh relaxing than uh you know reading all the agitated posts online and stuff so yeah that might be part of it for me too my playstation like we we got a ps4 we weren't intending to buy one we got one gifted to us for uh it's kind of a long story but someone sort of owed tabs and uh caught her this ps4 and uh it's basically our youtube and netflix machine so like we don't really use it for games or anything and i Mm -hmm. I think that kind of is part of the thing where it's like go sit on the couch when i want to watch something it's not really sure and it's weird like i have different things that i would watch there than i would watch at my computer like yeah so i don't know and i don't know how i feel about playing with these toys in my 30s i don't think that it was ever going to be different for me i think that it was such a big part of my childhood and uh it, it just is kind of like it, it's it's always going to be part of my life to, to mess around with computers even if it's not a, like uh as gaming focused it's it's become less so as i get older but i still like i i just like messing around with the games to see what they what the computer can do and stuff like that and uh it's almost like I guess kind of like car guys, you know, like, like my dad's a really big car guy as well as a computer guy. And he's always like messing around with his car. And I sort of feel like that's what I do with my computer too. Like I try out different things. Yeah. Now, I think there's like nothing wrong with, with playing video games, like a side hobby or something to amuse yourself, especially since we all have other things we like to do besides playing video games. It's not like the thing we exclusively like to do, like the, you know, the detriment of everything else. Yeah. 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 It's sort of like watching movies, watching a show. It, you know, it's just a, a form of entertainment, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I've always appreciated about games is like, I think your dollar per hour is really high on games. If you know what you're doing and you're not, you know, you're, you're buying games that you actually enjoy that you can play like a hundred hours or whatever, you know, depends on the style of game, but, uh, you know, something like City Skylines or whatever, those kind of like city building games. Those are great, too. You know, you, every time, every single time you do it, it's different. And that can be hundreds of hours for something that maybe you spent 20 bucks for. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, bought like a PS2 um, years ago, like I think pretty late into its run kind of thing, too. And uh, I was playing that a fair bit for just like playing like a game called heat i think it was which was like a shooter it sounds familiar and yeah. um uh it was sort of like a call of duty kind of thing but like uh, a few games like that and uh, uh nhl and stuff like that and uh i think around like 2009 or so i decided uh i wasn't gonna play games anymore because i had to sort of like get my life together or something you know and whatever and that that uh didn't really you know, but I did, I did, uh, not play games really for about like in terms of like actually sit down and get really into them 
for probably like eight or nine years or something. So yeah, yeah, he used until, to make fun of me, like yeah, call, calling them wagers <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> on on something alpha, there was a guy that we'd call them video wagos or whatever, and uh, so I call them wagos. But uh, I'm you know Tom's converted me, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now you're getting the, the new hardware, and I uh, I helped you choose mm-hmm. some of the remaining parts that you had to do. Yeah, that you had to get to put that together. So yeah, I I, I may be more excited than you about putting the PC together. I don't know, maybe, maybe yeah. about the same. Yeah, I'm building a PC, and uh, I'll be able to play Crusader Kings, and uh, I don't know, become one of those guys that has like an avatar of like a Roman general or something, and <laughs> I don't know, talk but exclusively about like reconquering the Middle East or something. So yeah, yeah, sounds fun, and I can't wait to critique your cable management. <laughs> tell you you got your power supply the wrong way up and stuff like that sure heck yeah yeah it's fun man i i it's like uh it's not just a toy it's like something that's just fun to have that uh it's a piece of technology it has a certain um it's almost like a vintage to pcs you know like you yeah. look at computers like two years later five years later ten years later it it somehow embodies that time for me a lot more than many other things so i, I don't know this is probably true for different people, with different things, but I'm such a nerd that for me it's computers. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I'm actually sort of, this is a probably just the same level of nerd is that I'm actually kind of excited to get the new computer and get windows all set up on it and everything. And, uh, I might also, uh, I'm also excited about, I might wipe off a lot of the stuff off of my laptop and then turn it into like a Linux machine and then, uh, use that. Yeah. And uh, I want to learn more about our friend Andy's learning about like Python and stuff like that. I'd like to learn more about that kind of stuff. I thought it'd be fun to have like my laptop kind of turn into uh, play around with uh, programming and all that kind of stuff kind of thing. And uh, just, you know, really just, yeah, just have something where I can take that different places, whatever, and, and uh, play around with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Andy knows about all kinds of different Python. So just be careful. He yeah, doesn't, yeah. Uh, if he sends you some <laughs> pictures or something. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Linux gaming stuff, I guess, is pretty good these days, for, especially for older stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, I, I don't really know. Uh, I've never messed around with that, to be honest, but uh, that's, that's I think Mike is, is uh, a big Linux guy. So yeah, he is. He'd, he'd be the and one to talk to. Yeah, I, I always thought that maybe like the drivers or something wouldn't work well or something. I don't know. It used to be but, like uh, that, yeah. Because I was looking at the thing and all the games that I want to play, play on the Steam OS too. So I was even thinking of just uh, uh, installing it on my PC when it comes and stuff. So, but we'll see. Cool. I don't yeah. know. It's not a bad choice. Windows yeah. is, yeah. you know, it's Windows. <laughs> sure. Um, maybe we should get into the questions. Um, I'm sure there are people who are not interested in any of this who are just like, why did I listen to 90 minutes of these nerds? So uh, <laughs> we'll throw them a bone here. Uh, let's see. All right. How about this one? This is sort of related. What was your favorite toy as a small child? Um, as a very small child, I had a glowworm thing. A glowworm? Very, yeah. It was like a, it was like a green puppet thing or whatever, like a toy and it like glue in the dark. And um, as like a, you know, three year old or whatever, four year old. So I think that's probably it. Uh, otherwise, uh, it would be probably Nintendo or Super Nintendo or something. 
I don't know when it came out. I think Nintendo came out in 1985 or so, 1986 or something. And uh, I was like five or six at the time kind of thing. So, yeah, anyways. So just a very early adopter of the <laughs> the, the um, consoles, I guess. So, yeah. Extremely early, day one. Yeah. For me, I'd say that, that Legos were probably like the thing I played with like the most um, by far because it allows you to do whatever. Like a six-foot-tall tower, you can make spaceships. You can make, you know, little forts for, you know, your little army men or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. I think I actually spent a ton of time playing outside with, like, sticks and throwing, <laughs> like, pine cones at each other and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, in terms of toys, I think... Uh, before computers, as soon as I got a computer, it was like the computer, and it has been since. Um, I play with G.I. Joes a lot. I used to like almost like act out little movies with them, and a lot of it involved like slow motion explosions where they would like fly in the air, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. Um, I had Pogs. I remember Pogs. <laughs> yeah, the- yeah. I used to have those. And uh, Magic Cards. I got into those relatively young. Um, yeah, and I've always liked board games. Um, my mom likes to play board games and card games and stuff. So she taught us how to play a bunch of those things pretty early. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm realizing that I was always doomed to (laughs) 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 the cards were stacked against me. Um, all right. How about this one, guys? By your estimation, when was the last time there wasn't any racism? (laughs) <laughs> uh, when was the big bang <laughs> yeah. I don't know I think um, 2016 late November I think yeah. that's when racism uh, was over everyone felt like a black person then <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm, I'm Canadian so I've never heard of this this subject I don't know what is this racism it's uh, it, it's about people racing against each other. So like, who can run the fastest? And it's okay. this particular group of people that have these fast twitch muscles. They're <laughs> okay. not as smart or or as capable in other ways, but they are very fast. And so, <laughs> okay, these people yeah. need to be taken down a notch, put back in their place. Sure, I think I read about this in a Ron Paul newsletter. <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's been woke on that for a while. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I don't know. Thanks for coming on, Gerald. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, hmm, where are you guys going with this? Is this like a come town sketch now? Because we can go there if you want. We can pull we'll out all it. the finished We'll jokes. leave it there. We'll leave it there, okay. yeah. Thanks Good. for... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I guess I better get back to playing as a cyberpunk player. So that, you know. <laughs> yeah. You can go back to enjoying it. I'll go back to griping about it. Yeah. I'll go back to being completely ambivalent about it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, all right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like a second episode every week, you can subscribe to our Patreon and you'll get that as well as access to our Discord where you can chat with us and our lovely community. 
If you'd like to send in a question for us to answer anonymously, then you can do that by going to the podcast Twitter at You Can't Win Pod, and you'll find a Curious Cat link there. You can send in your question. We'll answer it on the on the episode. And I want to thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Peace, guys.